Hey everybody, hey everybody. Welcome to the Prophet's Voice. I'm your host, Prophet Ellison, and today I'm going to be talking about the phrase, touch not my anointed. The side topic is, when you got something good, know how to treat it. So in this day and age, when you're, well, not just only this day and age, but when you're dealing and you're dating a man or woman of God or somebody that is called and anointed, you have to be careful in how you deal with them. Now, there is speculation about this, about, you know, this don't mean that or it ain't the right context. But I'm here to tell you and be a witness to what I know to be true. You got to be careful on how you deal in a relationship with a man or woman of God. Whether or not you acknowledge them as one or not. If they're doing ministry and they're doing the will of God and they're doing preaching and they're doing teaching and they're doing all these things, you got to be careful. So now, why am I saying this? I'm saying this because I'm going to tell y'all something as a, and as a witness. And I'm going to bring you up to Karen. So y'all, I had an ex-fiance, right? A couple years ago. And I actually prophesied to her mother of what was going to happen because she wasn't treating me right. You have to understand that when you're not doing and not treating God's anointed man or woman correctly, you're not just doing that to them. You're doing it to the most high. What am I saying? I'm saying if you have a if you have a mouthpiece or you know a mouthpiece and you're with a mouthpiece in a relationship setting and that's your title and that's your you know that's what y'all are you got to be careful because you are in a in a three-way relationship. What am I saying? Okay, you honestly think that it's you and him or you and her, but that person that's anointing got insurance. What I mean by insurance, what I'm trying to say is he's insured like money is insured in the by the FDIC. He's insured by the G.O.D.
So you got to be careful. Mmm, Jesus. So now, back to the story. So back to this story, I was in relationship with her. And even though she did not see me as that man of God that I was, and she picked up my flaws and she picked up my sins to to try and degrade me. Mm, Jesus, hallelujah. Lord, help me. It still did not deter the fact that I was anointed. It did not deter the fact that I was insured. It did not deter the fact that I was called. So when this happened, when we separated, I knew that she wasn't that that she was doing me wrong. And her mother was cool. She, her mother knew that I was a good person. And God allowed me to prophesy what's about to happen after we, me and her broke up. And I told her mother, I said, God said that I'm going to break her. And the same people that she shunned, which was her parents and I in this matter, are going to be the ones that she's going to need. Mm. Lord Jesus. Little did I know. Mm. What I said. Little did I know the prophetic power in what I said. So it was a Thursday. And I got a message. And I don't know how I know this. But she said, can we talk? So that Friday I came and I found out that. The disc in her lower back. Started to act up. Mm. Good God Almighty. Oh God. When it started to act up. She couldn't work. She couldn't work. She couldn't pay bills. She couldn't pay bills. She couldn't do for herself. At that moment, I knew that God was beginning to break her. Good God Almighty. But little did I know that she called her mother too. So it was to the point where she could not even eat. She couldn't even go to the grocery store for her own self. So that Saturday when I came by the apartment. Hey, 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 back again, back again, back again. 
to the prophet's voice. This episode of this topic is called Stop Dividing or Stop Fighting God. A lot of times we think that the spiritual and the natural or the worldly is two different things. But according to scripture, God says that the earth is the Lord's in the fullness of in the fullness thereof. It also says that we have everything that pertains to life and godliness. So why are we fighting if God made everything? That's because we are in the darkness so much that we don't see the truth. See, this is the truth. God Almighty, this is the truth that Christ was talking about. This is the truth that he was talking about. He said that I came that he may have life and have it more abundantly. This is what he was talking about. But yet we do it Satan's way and we're not fulfilled. Good God Almighty. Now I under oh God, I understand. I understand now. I so understand ever so clearly. Because our nature, human nature was never designed to be like this. Human nature, according to Genesis, was to have dominion over the earth and, sub and subdue the earth and to take care of it. But when Adam and Eve sinned, we, the world that we know today was born. But see what they lost, Christ came to give us back. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. A lot of times in our lives, we reject God. We reject the things of the heavenly kingdom. We reject the things of the most high. And we cling. Ah, hallelujah. We we cling to the worldly stuff. But that worldly stuff is not going to help you fulfill purpose. What's purpose? Okay, let's go back. What was the original purpose of the seed of the woman? To crush the head of the serpent. How do you crush the head of the serpent? Well, good thing you ask. In order to crush the head of the serpent, hallelujah, you have to go against the stereotype. For example, if the world says that a hundred black men will not graduate high school, you be that a hundred and one to graduate high school. You be that number four to graduate high school. You be that number sixteen to graduate high school. You going against the stereotypes is breaking or is going against or stopping the head of the serpent. You not having a baby while you're a teenager is actually what? It's stopping the head of the serpent. A parent's job 
is to make sure and raise a child so that it can stomp the head of the serpent. Hallelujah. But see, Satan will go ahead and he will work on a family. He will work on a family. He will work on a family so much that those generational curses, those generational chains that he has bounded for generations don't ever come undone. Because they don't have, they don't know the truth. They don't know Christ. And not all of them in the family accept them. They still want to do what they want to do. Then that's why we have families today. People having baby mothers, but no marriages. No godly marriages. No successful marriages. Because you gotta still break these chains. There are chains on your family lives. There are chains on our lives that we don't break. Hallelujah. Mm. Good God Almighty. All because somewhere in our in our previous generation, one of our family members touched something or did something that he had no business doing, and there was a change, and it introduced him to something, and it started to get into your DNA and into your bloodline, and then when that happens, oh, you're bound to do it. Lord Jesus, what am I? What am I saying? Okay, let's make it another way. Let's say, let's say, you, your father had you when he was a teenager. Not my, not none of that, right? But you grow up and you have your child the same way, but it don't. Start with your father if you go to your grandfather. Your grandfather had your father the same way. This is a generational curse. Good God. And a lot of times we celebrate it. Good God Almighty. But yet we really try, we really try to do better, but yet. We celebrate it. We celebrate it. We celebrate it. Mm. But it's all good. It's all good. Mm -mm -mm. Thank you, Lord. We celebrate generational curses like it's something good. I'm not saying when a baby is born, it is not a celebration. It's not. I'm not saying that, people. I'm saying when it's not born the correct way. 
that baby, because of what is in that bloodline, that baby is bound unless he has a relationship with, with Christ. And so he meets Christ. That baby is bound to repeat what the father must, what the father did. That baby is bound to repeat what the grandfather did. That baby is bound to repeat what the great grandfather did. Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Mm. Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So then, so, what is the purpose of all this? How can we not go? How can we start to break some, some chains of our family members? Excuse me. Well, it's real simple. First, you have to have faith that Christ is who he is. You got to have faith that Christ And his power, his resurrection power, can do what? Well, can, well, not even that, not even what you need it to do, but it can do exceedingly abundantly above all you can ever ask or think. This is what you need to believe. Then, as you are working it, as you're working your faith, as as your family members are getting saved and, and and having a personal relationship with God and choosing to live this life, the chains start to break. You start to see marriages. You start to see babies coming out of these marriages. You start to see and you start to Learn and grow in God. And as you learn and as you grow in God, more trees, more generational curses start to come out. Mm. So as you go from glory to glory, from level to level in God, the pains of this world start to come out. Now some of them might be harder to break. Because of that particular spirit or that particular demon might think that they have legal right over you. But see, this is where you have to plead the blood of Jesus. This is where spiritual warfare comes into play. Hallelujah. Well, you put on the full armor of God and you bring all these things under subjection and under submission to the cross of Christ. To the power of Christ, to the blood of Christ, under the blood of Christ, these chains are broken. How? Good thing you ask. When when Christ died, 
and his blood was spilled. He was the ultimate sacrifice. So anything that is a curse or a sin or anything like that, it can be broken by the sacrifice of Christ, by the blood of Jesus Christ, by the blood of Jesus Christ, by the blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, viewers, followers, and listeners, I conclude this episode and I leave y'all with a prayer. Father God, I come before you, oh God. Thank you for everything that you do, and thank you for just being who you are, oh God. Lord, I thank you for my blessings and for my lessons as, as well, oh Lord. Lord, I thank you for revelation, oh God. Lord, I thank you that you gave us everything pertaining to life and godliness, oh Lord. So Lord, right now, Lord, we praise you and we magnify you because it is going to be by our experience, by our testimony, we are saved and by the blood of the Lamb. Now, God, let this go forth and for your purpose and for your will. In Jesus' name, amen.